next 40 minutes, we're going to bid farewell to this year. After that, if you, even if you wanted to praise God for what God has done this year, you can't do it. Praise the Lord. Nobody's going to force us to praise God or to give Him the glory that's due unto His name. Seize the moment. Grab the moment. Grab the opportunity. The clock is ticking away. You will never get this time back again. Praise God. Every moment, every second is precious. Give Him the best to the one who has kept us, sustained us throughout this year. Praise God. Praise God. When we are singing, join the song. When we are preaching, get into the message. When it's time to praise, give Him the praise. Tonight there is no show. There is only one audience. Jesus. He is here to receive our worship. And when He is here to receive our worship, without any reservation, without any hold, praise God. Living at the aside all of our cares and our thoughts, we give ourselves completely to Him. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I'm glad that I'm in the house of the Lord. Amen. Me too, guys. Me too. Shall we turn to God's Word? Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Daniel eleven thirty-two. Praise God. There is still two pews up in the front that's empty. Uh, any of you guys are bold, you can come up and sit up in the front. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Daniel 11.32. Somebody read it out for us. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Father, we are grateful to you this night. We thank you for the privilege that you have given us to be in your presence, Father. As we look to God's word, we pray that you will speak into our lives. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, every critical spirit, we bind them in the name of Jesus. We overcome the enemy and every resistance by the word of the testimony and the blood of the Lamb. We take victory in Jesus' name. Tonight is your night, and we give you the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Today's message is titled, The Year of Exploits. 2020 is going to be the year of exploits. Praise God. Taking the text from Daniel chapter 11, Verse 32, the latter part of the verse. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and shall do great exploits, says one version. People who do know their God shall do great 
exploits. Praise the Lord. Amen. Tell, tell your neighbor, we will do great exploits. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. I do believe it. And we're going to look into God's word. Exploits, meaning a striking or a notable deed, a heroic act. Exploits, meaning, as Webster puts it, a bold or a daring feat. A most heroic and exploit, exploit of the war. Another version says, the most heroic and daring act. Exploits, as the dictionary puts it, it means great achievements. It means great accomplishments. It means great attainment. It means triumph. When we look into the word of God, from the beginning to the end, from the first pages of the Bible to the last, we see that God has used people to do great and mighty things. Praise God. In various fields, God's people, with the strength that God has given, with the design that God has given, with the ability that God has granted them, they have stepped into greatness. People who are shrouded in obscurity has moved with the plan and the purpose of God into arenas which was impossible from a human perspective. The question tonight is, is it possible to do great exploits? The answer is, yes, it's possible to do great exploits for the Lord with the strength that the Lord gives us. When we ponder on this particular text, taking the context into consideration, Daniel, who was a statesman, he was also a prophet. A prophet who had a prophetic vision. God had given him a telescopic vision to look into the future and to record things down. And as he looks into the future, God gave him a very unique ability to understand the prophecies from the past and to know the season that he was in. And he used the opportunity as he looked at the prophetic clock, he realized the prophecy that was made in the past, it was about time for it to be fulfilled. And what Daniel does is, Daniel prays and spends time in the presence of God. And by faith, he grabs onto the promises, the prophetic utterances, and see the reality as God assures the program which he had put into, had proclaimed in the past. Likewise, God also gave Daniel a unique ability to look into the future. And looking into the future, through the spirit of prophecy, he prophesies as to what is about to happen. 
And in his prophecy is talking about in details how the enemy is going to attack Jerusalem and desecrate the temple and do things which are dishonorable to God, God's law and God's people. And he, as he's uttering the prophecy, he comes to a point, as we come to verse 32, where in the spirit of prophecy, he prophesizes that even though everything is bleak around the children of Israel, even though the temple of Jerusalem will be desecrated, even when an, an idol will be presented in the, in the temple, God is going to raise up people who are going to do extraordinary acts. And that's where the words we read, as it says, Those who know their God shall be strong, and they shall do great exploits. When we look into history, what Daniel had written in this particular portion came to be fulfilled during the time of the rule of king of Syria, Antiochus, who ruled from 165, 175 BC to 165 BC. And this particular king was so cruel that he desecrated the temple, that he killed the Jews, and he created havoc. And as this was going on, a lot of Jews had joined forces with the king because they did not have the courage to stand for that which was true. But amidst the chaos and the confusion, as God's word predicted, there was one family, the family of high priest Matthias and his five sons, who decided that they were not going to simply lie down and watch the desecration of the temple and the slaughter of the children of Israel. And what they did was they took a stand. These five brothers, in the, with the leadership of the eldest brother, Judas, they started a guerrilla warfare against the Syrian king, Antiochus and by 164 BC they had mustered enough strength to overcome the enemy and push them out of Jerusalem and by that this particular prophecy came to fulfillment and when Daniel wrote that those who know their God shall be strong and shall do great exploits it meant a lot that particular principle that those who know their God shall be strong and shall do great exploits, it transcends time. It transcends different dispensation. That particular principle is applicable in every day and age. Even this night, as we are willing, as we are ready to bid farewell to 2019, I want to tell you, as children of God, it's applicable, applicable to us as well. What? That those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. Shall we repeat this together? Those who know their God shall be strong 
and shall do great exploits. Praise God. So, yes, is it possible? Yes, it's possible to do great exploits. Praise God. Yes, regardless of what season you are in this night, as you are seated in the house of the Lord, maybe you are going through a bleak season. Maybe the night has been dark and long for you. Perhaps you have gone through the valley of the shadow of death. Perhaps the challenges that you faced this year was so overwhelming that it threatened to crush your spirit. That it threatened to, to question your very existence. Maybe there were sounds and challenges that came from different areas of your life that questioned your integrity. That questioned your faith. Maybe people around you looked at your plight and they asked within themselves, where is the God that you serve? Let me tell you, if you are in the house today, in one piece, if you are in the house tonight praising God, it is because you know who your God is and it is your God who kept you strong, who enabled you to stand firm in your faith and let me tell you that God will help you to do great exploits. Amen. Praise God. See, between the great exploits and our attempt for the great exploits, there, are, there is a clause. And that clause is very simple. It is that we need to know God. Those who know God shall do great exploits. Praise God. See, what happens is if you want to do great exploits, number one, you need to know God. Number two, when you know God, your need, your challenge, your crisis becomes a platform for you to prove your strength. Praise God. Listen, when the enemy puts pressure on us, the intent is to crush us. But what God does is, he takes the same platform and he uses that platform, enabling you, enabling you to stand strong and tall and prove that you are able. Praise God that you have the strength because your strength does not come from you, but it comes from knowing God. Praise God. Prove your strength. Praise God. And what the Bible says is, they will stand, what? Firm. Praise God. You know, the Bible says the enemy will try to push us, but it is God who enables us to stand. Praise God. Thalli, praise God. Thalliyapolum, veen, jeevatathil parajayam veranjana kariyam, thangwaan uru kainamakundayirunu. Praise God. Who is it that makes us to stand firm? It is God who makes us to stand firm. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. See, the secret is simply this, that if we have to do great exploits for him, you and I have to get connected and stay connected. Get connected and stay connected. Tell your neighbor, get connected and stay connected. Get connected to who? To God. Get connected to God because He is the source of power. He is the source of strength. He is the source of grace. He is the source of blessing. He is the source of every kind of grace that you need in your life. So, number one, get connected to Him. Number two, it is not only enough that we get connected to him, we need to stay connected to him. Praise God. The problem is we from time to time get ourselves disconnected from him. The reason is there is a world around us that is trying to allure us, grab our attention, grab our allegiance, grab our loyalty to him. And so what happens is we take our eyes off the Lord, we get disconnected from the word and we get connected to the world. When we get connected to the world, what happens is the enemy without our knowledge drains and saps our vitality, our strength, our spiritual stamina. He drains us without our knowledge. So God's people have to be careful that you not only get connected to him, you have to make sure that you stay connected to him. Praise God. Get connected to him and stay connected to him. How can, you get, how can you get connected to him and stay connected to him? Number one, if we need to know our God, we got to get connected to him and stay connected to him. If we have to get connected to him, number one, we need to have a revelation of our God. Revelation of our God. Revelation as to who our God is. And what he is able to do. Praise God. See, the revelation of God is brought to us by our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ came into the world to reveal God the Father. God Jesus came into this world to reveal who he is. And to reveal the heart of the Father. The plan of salvation for you and for me. So if we have to get connected to him. We need to have a revelation of who Jesus is. I believe that every one of you has a revelation of who Jesus is. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Come on. Savior. Who is Jesus? Huh? Second person of the Trinity. Who is Jesus? Soon coming King. Who is Jesus to you now? He's our Savior. Who else? What else? 
Praise God. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is our Savior. Jesus is our Redeemer. Jesus is our Healer. Jesus is our Provider. Jesus is our Protector. Jesus is our Keeper. Jesus is our Source. Jesus is the Source of all blessings and grace that you experience in our lives. Praise God. Paul puts it like this. That Jesus is the exact representation of God himself. In Christ, the fullness of Godhead dwelt in bodily form. Praise God. Jesus is God. Praise God. We need to have a revelation of who Jesus is. To know God is to have a revelation of the person of Jesus Christ. Is to know who he is and what he can do for you and for me. Number one, have the revelation. Number two, the revelation that you and I have, we should not be selfish. Tell your neighbor, don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Okay? So what does that mean? The revelation that you and I have, God expects us to do what? To transmit this. Praise God. As we have come to the latter part of this year, let me tell you, every parent, take time to transmit faith into your next generation. Godly values into your next generation. Make sure that becomes a priority in our lives. When we are walking, by the way, when we are driving, when we are at home, every opportunity that God gives us, transmit God values, faith value, God knowledge into our next generation. If you want to see your children doing exploits for him, we have to make sure that we transmit the knowledge of God that God has given us. Make sure that you transmit it. Number three, how can you know about God? Get and stay connected. Number one is a revelation knowledge. Number two, transmit the knowledge. Number three, you get to know more about your God through experiential knowledge or through your experience. Every generation should have a first-hand, fresh encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. See, God is faithful. If you crave for an encounter with him, he's able to orchestrate events in your life in such a way that you have a first-hand experience that you will be able to stand with the psalmist and say, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Is there anybody in the house who had an experiential knowledge about who God is. If God has saved you, you have an experiential knowledge of God as being your Savior. If Jesus has healed you, you have an experiential knowledge of Jesus as your healer. 
If Jesus has provided for your need, you have an experiential knowledge of Jesus being your provider. If you were carrying a burden last year and the Lord sustained you, you have an experiential knowledge that with the word you can say, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. We all have one way or the other, an experience with him that tells us that the God of the history, the God of the Bible is our God. He has sustained me in the past and he's able to sustain me even today. Praise God. So get connected to him and stay connected to him. Praise God. How is it that we have this knowledge about this Jesus, our Savior? You study the Bible to know about God, but obey the Bible to really know God. Can we ask you a question? Did we have a transition from the study of the Word to obeying the Word? Praise God. When we put the word into practice, that's when we tend to find out the greatness of God. Praise God. When everybody was, was, was afraid and went along with the king of Syria, one family stood for God because they had a personal relationship with God. Let me tell you, as the world arounds us, as the value arounds us, decays, erodes with time, can God count on you and your family to stand for Jesus? Praise God. Can he look at you and your family and say, because he knows me, because she knows me, I know that they will stand strong, they will stand firm, they will be strong because they trust in me and they will do great exploits in my name for my name's sake. Look what Packer puts it. There is a difference between knowing God and knowing about God. When you truly know God, you have energy to, energy to serve him, boldness to share him, and contentment in him. Praise God. Packer in his book, Knowing God, he says that when you know, truly know God, you have energy to serve him. Praise God. Hey, bygones be bygones. But let me ask you, last year, did you serve God? If you felt that you had no energy to serve God, no time to serve God, is it because you did not truly know Him? Praise God. Boldness to share Him. Why is it that we are so shy to share Jesus? Is it because we really, really, we are not connected to him? And if we feel shallow, hollow, empty, discontent, deep down within us, is it because we have failed to stay connected to the Lord? 
praise the Lord, doing great exploits. God wants us to do great exploits in different arenas of our lives. In the spiritual arenas of our lives, in the relational arenas of our lives, in the occupational arenas of our lives. Praise God. God wants us to do great exploits, not only in just one area of our lives, but in every arenas of our lives. And for that, we have to have an experience, a unique one-on-one, first-hand experience with the Lord. Listen, you cannot have too much mileage on someone else's faith. You can't have too much mileage on your parents' faith. You cannot go too far on the strength of somebody's testimony. There has to come a time when you have your unique testimony that is custom cut made. See, when you have your unique testimony, it brings within you such a conviction and such a courage that you can stand and you can testify about the goodness of God. Praise God. There was a big function going on and a celebrity had come for the function. And during this function, the actor was there and there were many guests and the guest Ask the actor, you know, why don't you narrate something for us? You know, so the the the, the celebrity said, "What is it that you want to want me to narrate?" You know, maybe something from Shakespeare or something uh, classical. Uh, one of the ministers they said, "Why don't you just simply narrate Psalm 23 for us?" The guy was shocked, but since he had a very a good Christian background, he decided that he was going to narrate the psalm. So he said, one condition, I'll narrate the psalm. You will have to narrate the psalm after recite the psalm after I finish. The, the clergy, the old ministry, agreed to it. The actor started with the psalm, Psalm 23, and he narrated the entire psalm. Very well, very eloquent man. And he presented it in a, such a classical way that everybody was spellbound and everybody gave a big applause to this man. As soon as he was done, it was the minister's turn. The minister recited the entire psalm. When he was done with Psalm 23, there was pin drop silence. All you could hear was people sniffing here and there and wiping their tears off. Everybody was in tears. The actor jumped in and with a voice that was shaking said, Ladies and gentlemen, I, with my narration, I reached to your ears and to your eyes. But the minister here, with his narration of Psalm 23, has reached to your heart. I was able to reach out to you in a way that you were impressed. I know the psalm, but the minister knows the shepherd in the psalm. Let me ask you, do you know the shepherd of the psalm? Do we have a a close relationship with the shepherd? 
if we were asked to say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, can we do it just spontaneously because it's etched in our hearts and our minds? Or does the experience come to play a role? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When you have an experience with him, praise God, it, it not only touches you, it touches the life of everyone around you. Praise God. God can use any setting to make his name great. God can use any platform to do a great exploit for him. A simple social gathering has the potential to create a platform where the eyes are shifted, where the focus is shifted from the actor to the great Savior, Jesus Christ. This is what happens when we know him on an intimate, personal level. Praise God. Those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. God wants us to do great exploits in the spiritual realm. Meaning, this new year, you need to extend your horizons. That means you have to allow and by faith take steps. Take steps so that you would extend and expand your boundaries. What you were unable to do spiritually in 2019, if you know God, stay connected to God, God will enable you to push and extend your boundary. Praise God. That means God will enable you to launch out into new arena, into new dimension, into new realm for the glory of God. That is allowing God to redefine my boundaries, to mark out new boundaries by faith, trusting in Him, having strength and confidence in Him. You are able to press on into a new realm. That's what it means to do great exploits in a spiritual setting. Praise God. Those who know their God shall do, shall be strong, and they shall do great exploits. Praise God. We will continue with the message in the new year. The new year is going to be when? In a few minutes, right? So we're going to rise up before the Lord. We're going to sing a song. And we're going to worship the Lord. We're going to enter the new year with praise and thanksgiving. As we stand before God, I want you to take a moment to remember what God has done for you. Number one, the vertical relationship. Giving thanks to God for what God has done for you during the course of the year. Number two, the horizontal relationship. Your relationship with your fellow brethren. How God has used 
your fellow brethren, your families to bless you. Can you think about them and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for my parents. I thank you for my siblings. I thank you for my fellow brethren. I thank you for my fellow sisters. I thank you for the men of God in this place. I thank God for the women of God in this place. I thank God for the intercessors in this place. I thank God for the Sunday school teachers in this place. I thank God for everyone who has poured into my life. And shall we also remember those who are resting in the Lord. This year, two of our dear ones were promoted to glory. They are in the presence of the Lord. Mary Kuti George and Mary Kuti Peter. Ammai and, and Mary Kuti Andy, they both are resting in God's presence. We want to thank the Lord for them as well. For their life and for their contribution towards the house of God. New Year! Excited to hear God's word. All right. Daniel 11.32 Those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. We already said, can we do great exploits? Yes, we can do great exploits if we know who our God is. For it is our God who gives us the strength to stand firm when challenges, obstacles, hurdles comes our way. When you feel that the night has been long and the darkness has been going too far and you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, remember Jesus is the light. When you are in darkness, remember Jesus is the way. When the enemy wants to confuse you and deceive you, remember, Jesus is the truth. Praise God. Hold on to Jesus and he will take you through. We can do great exploits. God wants us to do great exploits in every arenas of our lives. In the spiritual arenas of our lives, God wants us to expand our horizon. It starts up here, all right? What you could not do last year, trust God to do this year. Allow God you to take you to new realm. It starts with getting connected with him and staying connected with him. It starts with diving into God's word because it's the word of God. When it comes to life, it gives us faith. When you take small baby steps of faith, Eventually, your steps of faith will become giant leaps of faith. That's the principle. The principle is, those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. Second realm that we God wants us to do great exploits is in the relational realm. In what realm? Relational realm. Listen. This morning, I want you to go home with the confidence that God will enable you this year to go farther in the relational realm than where you were last year. That starts, relational realm starts where? In our home. Praise God. In our home. Husband and wife. Father and mother. In your relationship, ask the Lord, Lord, help me to experience the fullness of joy, the fullness of intimacy, 
the fullness of, of the peace that I can experience in my family. We should pray. Jesus came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. It has to start in our personal life. It has to start in our relationship with our spouses. And the church said, listen, you have to pray. Okay? In this day and age, the enemy is trying to create havoc in families. Our children are watching us. And they want to replicate the good traits of our lives. So we have to pray, Lord, in the relational realm between husband and wife, between parents and children, between siblings, between in-laws, between fellow brethren in the church. Lord, help us to go to the second mile, to that extra mile. Pray, Lord, help me to reach out to the people across the aisle. It has to be intentional. Now, if you watch carefully, when you come to the church, we all have a spe special seat, right? Fifth row, from that side, number three, from this side, number five, oh, that's me. And then our buddy will come and sit on our right, and the other buddy will come and sit on the left, and that's how it is. New Year, can we be a little intentional? You know, you look at that brother that don't want to talk to you. Today, after the service, go and shake hands with that brother who's been trying to avoid you. Hello? Yeah. Not trying to make anybody feel discomfort, but becoming comfortable. Those who's been trying to avoid you, some people, you go and shake hands, they don't want to look into your eyes. So you hold their hands and you look into their, hand, into their eyes and say, I want to do great exploits in this realm. Praise the Lord. Amen. As soon as amen, most of them, some people just run out of this place. I don't know where you guys are going. Please don't do that. In the relational realm, you want to be a person who creates a new avenue into each other. This new year, intentionally call. Visit people. Sometimes when we call, nobody picks up the phone. Sometimes I go and stand right in the front of the house and I call. And I say, I'm not home. I said, it's okay. Of course, it's true. Sometimes we are home and then we're not home. You know, you're physically we are home, but the mind is in Kerala probably or somewhere else. We don't know. Probably on a mission trip. I don't know. It's okay. But this year, be intentional in our relations. Praise God. Relationally, ask God, help me to do exploits. Praise the Lord. Amen. I know it's going to start right after the service. Good. Next one is occupational, meaning what? Every endeavor that you undertake, I want you to think out of your box. I want you to ask God. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to give you insights, foresights into avenues that you have never, ever gone before. 
tell the Lord. See, Jesus and the Spirit of God is not just confined only to the spiritual realm. He can give you insights into innovations, into ideas, into new avenues. Ask the Lord. Those who know their God shall, shall be strong and do great exploits. It's not only warfare. It's not only spiritual warfare. Even in the realms of endeavors, ventures, ask God, Lord, enlighten me. Help me to see beyond what I see with my physical eyes. Let me, let me move forward and conclude. Praise God. Yes, doing exploits for God means you are a winner. Tell your neighbor, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. God has called us out to be a winner. Praise the Lord. Winner where? I will do this quick. God wants you to win souls. Number two, God wants you to win hearts. Number three, God wants you to win friends. Number four, God wants you to win opportunities. Praise God. Win souls. Win hearts. Win friends. Win opportunity. In other words, when opportunity presents, you make the most out of it. I'm going to conclude here. A little lame boy used to work in a railway station. His job was, as he hopped around in crutches, his job was, he used to sell fruits and candies in a little basket. When the train would come, he would enter into the railroad station and would start selling his stuff. One day, as soon as the train stopped, as usual, the passengers gushed out of the train. And one passenger pushed him, and everything that he had in his basket fell on the, on the floor. The oranges and the apples and the candies, they were on the floor. And this man who pushed him looked at him and cursed him out and walked away, not knowing what to do, as this young man who was handicapped stood perplexed. Another young man who walked by, he came by and he started picking up the oranges and the apples and the candies and he started filling his baskets. As his basket was being filled, the man put a dollar into his hand and he said, God bless you. As he walked away, the little boy who was in crutches turned around and asked him, Hey, mister, are you Jesus? The man turned around and said, No, I'm not Jesus. I'm just a follower of Jesus. Praise God. Opportunities are waiting for us to make a difference in lives that are around us. Praise God. You have to be intentional. You have to be prepared. God can orchestrate an event in your life this new year so that you can win a soul. Be sensitive to the people that are around you. Maybe it's your workplace. Maybe it's your school. Maybe it's your business place or the marketplace that God has placed you. Be sensitive to the needs of the souls around you. You can win a soul if you can hear the cry of a heart. Praise God. Win a heart 
for Jesus, when you touched hearts that are bleeding, that are burdened, reach out to them with the touch of the master. When you get connected and stay connected to the master, not only his power runs through you, his grace runs through you. His compassion runs through you. You become his hands. You become his mouth. Your hands becomes his hands. Your touch is his touch. Your words can be so graceful that it can bring healing into lives. You can win friends. There are people around us. They may have countless friends on their Facebook. But let me tell you, there are people who are lonely around us. You can be a friend to them if the Spirit of God in you, is, if, if you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit in you, you can reach out to them and be a friend for someone who is aching who is going through pain in their lives. There are people around us who are carrying burdens in their lives. I always say, praise God, if you are a believer and if you are having a burden, don't pray for a lighter burden. Pray for a stronger shoulder. When the world around you looks at you and they see the burden that you are carrying, they will marvel and they will find that it's not your strength, but God's strength in you that enables you to carry this burden. If it was someone else, long back, they would have been crushed under the weight of the burden that you are bearing. But let me tell you, the reason that you are still standing and you are still still carrying that burden is because God gave you a stronger bird, stronger shoulder, so that the world around you can marvel at the grace and the strength in you. Praise God. And they will realize that it's not you, but the strength in you. But when you see someone else who is carrying a burden, may God grant you the grace as Paul writes to the Galatians, bear each other's burden. Praise God. Lend your shoulders to someone who is going through a burden in their lives. Don't be a person who puts burden on others, but be a person who can relieve someone's burden. Praise God. Hallelujah. Finally, win opportunities that God brings your way. Praise God. Don't let the opportunities pass by. Doing great exploits for God means becoming a winner. Praise God. How do you become a winner? Every opportunity God brings your way. Praise God. Use it. It could be in the church. It could be saying Praise God and encouraging the preacher or the teacher. Praise God. You know, I want to tell you, the young people of this church, if you come for the Malayalam service, there is more people who are giving praise to God when a preacher or a teacher is preaching and teaching. It's a spontaneous flow. But when we come to the English service, it seems as if people are more reserved. There is no need to reserve. Shouts of joy, sounds in the tents of the righteous. 
We are the righteous. This is the tent of the righteous. Shouts of joy. This is a place of celebration. Praise God. This is a place of joy. This is a place of victory. This is a place where I lift up my voice and say, Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And give a shout unto God. Praise God. It brings glory to God and it encourages people who are bound. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Every opportunity. When someone gives you an opportunity to teach a class, to take a Sunday school, give, give you an opportunity to sing, to be part of the choir, to be part of the ministry in the house of God, to be part of maintenance in the house of God, to be part of administration in the house of God, to be part of serving in the house of God, regardless of what it is, would you grab that opportunity? God will use that opportunity opportunity to allow you to press on, to move forward, to expand your boundaries, to expand your territories, to expand your horizon. Remember the seven men, they were chosen as people to wait on the table. Philip was one of them. Stephen was one of them. Stephen became the number one martyr. The Bible says there was so much wisdom and faith in him that people could not stay his wisdom and the words that came out of his mouth to tell the truth the man started waiting on the table praise God Philip became a celebrated evangelist bringing a revival in Samaria doing great exploits for the Lord God taking him into new heights where did he start he started waiting on the table you know People did not let loose, they would not lose the opportunity that God gave them. Praise God. The opportunity that comes your way is a springboard that can take you to a new height, to a new realm. Those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. Shall we repeat that? Those who know their God and they shall do great exploits. Father, we thank you and we praise you for this night. We pray that this year will be an year of great exploit for your children, Lord. All of us, Lord, in our spiritual settings, in our relational settings, in our occupational setting, wherever God has placed us. Lord, in academics, we pray wherever God has placed us, in ventures, in endeavors, praise God, we pray that we would, we would experience a new expansion of Father. Thank you, Lord. We bless your people in the name of Jesus. As we go about, keep us safe and sound. Keep us in the center of God's will. May we all stand firm for us and through us. And every platform that's created, we pray that Christ will be exalted. Bless us together. Send us home with your peace. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus, the Lord the Father, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with us for now and forevermore. And God's people said, Amen. Amen.